Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, got Matt up top, and today we're going to be going over how the Canadians swept the Jets. Vegas Vegas has taken a 3-2 series lead over Colorado. Tampa closes out the Canes. Islanders beat the Bruins. That was another 4-2 series. And uh, Rod Brindamore, he's a free agent coach. Adam Fox, Victor Hedman, and Kale McCarr have been nominated for the for the Norris Trophy. And let's talk about the ESPN-Turner deal and the differences between the NHL and the three other major major sporting markets and and how possibly the NHL can start, you know, maybe marketing the, the product better so that they can get more fans, so they can get better TV deals, which means the players can get paid better uh, considering the product that they put out onto the uh, out onto the ice. But before we get into it, do us a favor, hit subscribe, uh, leave us a comment on, on social media or in the comments. It's, uh, it really helps out. And, uh, and let's talk hockey. We love talking hockey. So to start us off, Canadians sweep the Jets. What did you take from that series, Matt? Uh, didn't see that one coming, no. honestly. Uh, Carey Price is hot, and uh, anything can happen when your goalie's on, and I think that uh, Shifley hit probably uh, was the downfall for the Jets because he was a, a key player for them guys, and uh, they just couldn't get it going. I think uh, the Habs had the lead the whole series, too. Yeah. The oh, whole you know, I series. think they lost it at one point. Was it game four? I think it was at one okay. point, but then... Um, Still, yeah. majority. Yeah. You know. I, I did not see the Canadians completely dominating the way that they did. It seemed like Blake Wheeler was was a complete no-show. All season. I haven't heard his name once all season, except from us asking about him. Right. You know? Do you think that the that the Jets even making it was just somewhat of a Cinderella uh, example of a Cinderella team? I think they were lucky that, you know, like Calgary's not that good and um, Ottawa's not that good. Vancouver had their... What two week pause because of the their outbreak? Yeah, kind of lucked out. I mean, they still had a good record, but it was it was cool to see them sweep the the Oilers. I mean, I didn't see that one coming either. But did you hear what Hellebuck said today? Yeah, he says that they're on the verge of bringing a, a dynasty. Yeah, don't you have to win one first though? Uh, yeah, to, yeah. I mean, at least make it to the final. They're not even. They're not close at all. I don't know. No way. I mean, he's just behind his team, and you know, but I think they're way off. Um, I think they need. Uh, obviously, Hellebuck's great to start with and build around, but they're they're not even close, man. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, you know, it it just seems like. They were that Montreal is just built for success. You know, it just seems like they they're not spending a ton of money on star players other than their goalie, but yep. it just seems like that they're they're built tough to play uh, from the top all the way down. Moving on to Vegas and Colorado, Vegas is leading this series. I didn't see this uh, happening, but I did expect it to be a a close series. I was I was expecting Colorado to be up three to two at, right about now, but. Um, what do you t- what do you what do you take from this, man? I still think it could go seven. I think I picked Vegas in seven just because, um, you know, they've they've been here before, and uh, Colorado they're you know they're close, but they haven't 
kind of experience what this Vegas team has. Right. Not this, not the Avs organization, just this new culture team, you know, this new, like, what do you, not like Sackick's, uh, Colorado. It's more like McKinnon's now. He's never, you know, really been this far. And they're, I think they're tanking. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get it. Grubauer hasn't been good. Um, Kale McCarr, uh, actually, he's awesome, but he took a high risk play and, uh, he was, he got caught and, Mark Stone made him pay. Yeah, big time. And his sellies are awesome. I don't know if you've seen him. He that guy gets amped up, man. Yeah, he does. It was awesome. But I, if I don't know, it's it's going to be tough for him to come back. Uh, the Avs to come back at home or uh, at um, in Vegas. It's going to be tough. That building's tough to play in. So it could go six, but you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven because I think McDay or uh, not McDay, McKinnon's going to have a great game. And it's pr- pretty much, hey, it's the biggest game of his career. Let's see if he could uh, take it in. Yeah, let's see if he's actually being paid appropriately and actually not taking a, a pay cut. Yeah. So we'll move on to uh, Tampa closed out the Canes. I thought that you know this this series was four to one. I honestly thought that the Canes had had more in them, and I think their penalty kills would fail them if they could have stopped Tampa on their. You know, and not taking so many penalties on top of that. But if they could have stopped Tampa from scoring so many power play goals, this would have been a much closer series. What do you think? Yeah, I think they they beat themselves. They uh, should have stayed out of the box and wouldn't have to worry about Kucherov firing one, point firing one. Um, Stamkos. Stamkos is you, you can't give those guys space, and when you he got was pretty much just tech, hanging out there in the circle, just waiting for the puck. Those guys are paid to do that, and they're doing it. Uh, they they got the best goalie in the world. Tough to beat him. Um, he's probably going to win the Vesna again. Uh, but Rob Rod Brendamore, uh, he even said it too. He's like, "That's what a that's what a great power play looks like," and we cannot take penalties against a great power play. Uh, but the Canes, man, they had a great season. I think they found a goalie. Uh, they're at Russian. Uh, you know, they're close. I think the main thing right now for them is they have to get Brendan Moore locked up. This guy, I players, coach, guys seem like they love him. I think he loves it here or there. Um, they they got to get that done. You, you don't want that guy to walk and explore what, his options there's there's going to be a lot of teams looking for a coach like him so hopefully the the Canes uh, office uh, gets it going yeah no kidding uh, it was it was uh, I was expecting a little bit more out of uh, Tara Vinan as well um, I think that he's been playing better year after year but I wonder if he's hit his like his peak in a way yeah like a top six guy I don't see him a top liner I think yeah. Sebastian Ajo is a pretty underrated player. I, I've actually I enjoyed watching him this year. We I mean we've seen him a lot, and you know what I, I thought like, hey man, they're paying this guy a lot of money, and you know he's not that special, but he he really is though. He that was a good, uh, actually that was an offer sheet signing, right? I think uh, Montreal gave him an offer sheet two years ago, and they matched it right away at nine million a year. That guy, I mean, I I think it's worth it. I yeah, mean, he's a great player. Yeah, he is. I don't know about nine million a year, but I think that he that he is definitely a, a very good player, um, incredibly talented. Yeah. But I think that he's a little overpaid at, at nine million. 
I'm sure, but I mean, they got the money. They sure. they're not up against a cap, and they want him to be the man there. And you know, he's he's the man. Yeah. So as you, as you mentioned, it we'll just move on to Rod Brindamore as a coach. Obviously, as a player, that he was definitely somebody that he was obviously the captain of the of Carolina. Um, you know, he was a player that the team could get behind. It looks looking at him in the handshake line. He looks like the type of guy that people respect and and people enjoy being around. What kind of um, do you do you think that he will have an opportunity to hit the free agent market out there and see what happens? I, I don't I don't know, man. If if I was Waddell, I think it's Don Waddell. I, I I'd be on the phone with his agent and him like today. Like, hey, let's go. Let's get this going. What do we got to do? What do we need to do to get it done? I'm, you're, you're the man here. And, but I, I hope for you know Canes fans and even the Canes players that he doesn't explore because someone's gonna pay the guy that and what he wants and that he could probably turn the team around. He's a great coach. Yeah, imagine what he can do in Chicago. Oh, I'd love to have him here. And I think the players would too. I think they'd get yeah. real excited to get a guy like that with yeah. a little personality. And, you know, he was amped up after the game, that uh, that post-game talk in his locker room. And players were all screaming at him, yeah, coach, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. It, it, it's good to see a little life in the guy. Right. We don't have that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, one thing that I wanted to bring up to you is um, – the German Gretzky. What's his name? Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he got snubbed for the for the Selkie trophy because here's something to take into consideration. I think he was top five in points and top five in uh plus minus. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know that. I know that he puts up points, obviously. I, I don't even think he's considered for the heart uh nomination either. Completely under the radar, man. Yeah, I no respect. I mean, we know McDavid's going to win that award. They shouldn't even release it. They should just write McDavid, McDavid, McDavid. But, I mean, who who would you say? I mean, I would probably say McDavid, Matthews, and being from Chicago, I thought Kane had a great year. And, yeah. you know, he probably won't be up there. It could be Nathan McKinnon just because he's a beast. And But, you know, it's going to McDavid. Yeah, and, you know, the the, the argument for Kane is that the Blackhawks wouldn't have had zero chance this year if he wouldn't have played. Zero chance. Um, oh, yeah. We'd be terrible. We'd be Detroit. Yeah. We'd be probably but worse. If if Edmonton didn't have didn't have McDavid, they would probably they would probably be just as bad, really, because they would still have Leon, uh, Leon Dreisaitl. I wonder if Kane didn't play if DeBrinckit could keep up his production. I don't think so. Not yet. I think Debrinkat is relying on Kane a lot. I mean, I, you could look at Debrinkat's goals. I guarantee you, seventy percent of them were assisted by Kane. Or <laughs> right, yeah, just just uh, just something to think about. But I think that Leon Drysaddle got snubbed for the uh, for the yeah. Salki this year. Even even the heart, you know, he was up there in points. I think he was number two in points. Yeah. Usually, it's the one, two, three guys. Right. Unless it's something else, like this guy had a great, you know, plus, they, you know, it's it could be anything. It's all up to the, uh, I think it's the sports writers that pick, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Go figure, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on to the, to the Norris 
candidates, Adam Fox, Victor Hedman, Kale McCarr. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I think I, I, when, I, when I saw Victor Hedman play at the United Center, I was amazed at how good that guy could skate for how big that he is. Uh, I mean, he's just an incredibly smooth skater and obviously a great defender and, and a threat on offense. Um, I'm not really too familiar with Adam Fox, to be honest with you. Rangers, yeah, yeah, he had a he had a really great year this year. He put up a lot of points. I know the Rangers fans are going to be you know pissed off when he doesn't win, but there's no way he's winning. It, yeah. It's going. It's got to go to Victor Hedman. He's just an all around great defenseman. Yeah, and he could be on his way to winning second cup. Yeah, he's just Kale McCarr is great too. Uh, I guarantee you, everyone's fantasy hockey leagues. He's he's going to be like the first defenseman picked. Yeah, because he puts up great numbers. He's on a good team. I I still got to go with Victor Hedman too. I think he's just solid in his own zone first, and he could put up the numbers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And also, we've got uh, PK Subban. He's going to start. He's going to start his analyst gig with ESPN coming up, I believe, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is really interesting. Guy's got a great personality. I'm 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 really excited to see. I think that he'll fit into the role really, really well. Have you heard anything about Sharpie? Is Sharpie going to be moving to ESPN or Turner or anything? I, I haven't heard anything. The only thing I know is uh, they got Gretzky yeah. on the panel. I think Olchek. I think Jones, too, which I'm really tired of. Keith Jones? Yeah. Um, the guy's so boring, you know? I mean, he's, I, he's I knowledgeable, know. dude. But I mean, He's just loyal, you know? I, yeah. I, I feel like he's, you know, he's been around for a while, and they're, you know, they're taking care of him, and it's cool. He doesn't bother me. Uh, Milbury bothered me. I yeah. couldn't stand him. Yeah, me and I'm too. glad they cut ties with him. Just, I feel like he'd always go out of the way just to give a dig at uh, Ronick. And <laughs> I'm like, Ronick, dude, you turn around and blast him. You know, just one time, you you you're gonna still be loved. You're gonna gain more fans if you yeah. do it. Yeah. I honestly would like to see like like a Brett Hall. I think he has a great personality. Do you remember when he was on? Well, the problem he, is that he'd be drunk half the time, so they yeah, can't. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like his dad. Yeah, no kidding. But, I mean, he's got a good personality. He used to be on, uh, was it ABC when mm. the NHL did that? I think him and Ray Ferraro were on. <laughs> that, that was a huge, huge deal when um, Ferraro called him out for being in the crease, that Stanley Cup. Oh, right. uh, Otigo, he's like, yeah, you were in the crease. It shouldn't have counted. And Brad Hall goes, got a ring. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I got my ring and my name on the cup. So it did count. Yeah. <laughs> so, this was on TV. It was pretty cool. I remember watching it younger. I'm like, what did he do wrong? He followed through a shot and a skate went in the crease. Come on, get out of here. He didn't. That was such a stupid rule. Yeah, I thought it was too. It was so dumb. Yeah, I'm glad that you know things have changed for the better. Now you can ram the goalie and you could score. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean now they call it the interference. I mean even if you bump the goalie, right. it's like goaltender interference. Right. But, you know it's a lot better. I mean if you're doing a flyby in the crease and it goes in, it's it's good, man. If you don't make contact with a goalie, it's good. Yeah. I'm glad if there's they figured no, if that there's out. no, if you're not impeding on the goalie, there shouldn't be an issue. Which which yeah. I think they should they should review those every time. What bumping into the goalie? Yeah, yeah. Because you know there a lot are, of them are bumped there, by there their are, own defensemen. There are some instances where the goalie is completely distracted by it, you know, and and oh yeah, and the guy had no bumped. chance. Yeah, if you take a guy's leg out and you're pushing it the other direction, it's like oh, I can't push or I can't 
right. you know, lead with my leg going to the other side. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about the ESPN Turner deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just to give some perspective about the other three leagues. Uh, I was talking on social media today with a couple young guys and uh, we're just, you know, kind of just going back and forth about why the NHL doesn't have a bigger following, you know, and, and a lot of people believe that it's because it's an inaccessible sport that you have to spend a K, you know, to spend a grand to get equipment to go out there and play ice hockey, you know, and I'm like, that's not the case. You know, anybody can go to Dick's Sporting Goods, buy a, uh, a hockey stick for 20 bucks and buy three balls for like seven bucks and go outside and, and play street hockey. You know, you could use garbage cans for, 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 for you know, yeah. for, for, for goals, you know, yeah. just, just to play, you know, you can do that. And then if, if you get more interested, you know, you can get some rollerblades and maybe buy a couple nets and play. And, and the, I think the NHL should be using this idea to try to grow the game. There's streets everywhere. You know, you could play anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Mike could play, you know, p- play with each other, you know, just to, just to play. The problem, the problem that I think that it is, is that people say we're going to go play hockey. They go out to maybe go rent some skates, or they go and get on some rollerblades, and they can't do it because it's it's an incredibly difficult sport to play technically because you have to be coordinated and you have to be able to skate on top of it, and not to mention playing the positions without you know just a bunch of guys in a circle hacking around at. Yeah, you got to learn the at, responsibilities. The yeah. Right, and and it's and it's hard. It's 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 it not as easy just getting a basketball and going throwing it up and playing, or getting a football, getting five guys five on five tackle, and you know, and playing, or or soccer, you know, or or, or you know, actually you say football because you know ninety percent of the rest of the other world calls soccer football. Yeah. Know? So yeah. it you know the, these sports are are easy to play a baseball, you get a bat and a ball and, and you go and play and you stand around, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't take the coordination that it takes to play hockey. And what the NHL needs to start pushing is kids getting out into the streets, into the sidewalks, into parking lots and getting nets out there so that, so that kids can play. There, there's a park out in, in Tinley over here where they have like a roller style hockey um, hockey rink where you can go out there and and play, and and they need to start building these things around more neighborhoods to start growing the game, because I mean it's it's a fun game to play w- when you learn how to play and 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 learn the responsibilities. But they need to make it accessible accessible to other people. You know, the, even even schools. I feel like right. It, I mean, when I was in seventh eighth grade, um. You know, you'd play hockey for a week, but you'd play the other sports for a long time. You know what I mean? And you, you get the crappy foam <laughs> sticks that, you know, you can't even elevate the, the puck with. You can't do anything with them. And, and, if, and it's shit, you know? And it's like, and I don't then, even want to play because you can't even play with this stuff. And you know the hockey kids that play, <laughs> they, they curve the sticks. Right. Like, it's almost like a banana just to elevate it. And the, yeah. You, what You can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. That's what like, I used I'm to not, do. I'm not freaking going to be 1960s straight edge shot right. so they don't elevate. Yeah. Thank you, Stan Makita, for curving the stick. But yeah. Putting it under a door. Changing the game, you know? <laughs> under a door sill. But I think, like, what you're saying, when I, when I was younger, 
like you were saying, we 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 grab our sticks and skates. My whole block played. Like I had a friend who went to Rice. I had a friend who, you know, he played for St. Rita. I went to St. Lawrence and our whole block played. We had three on three games almost every day, it seemed like. And, you know, people would be like, Why are you guys playing hockey? Well, we all play hockey, you know? Mm-hmm. But ever since the Hawks well, ever since Bill Wirtz died and they started playing games on TV, I noticed the game grew a lot here. Kids, a whole generation, if you think about it, like our age, yeah, didn't watch hockey because it wasn't on. They didn't have anyone to watch. When they Chicago Blackhawks are a hockey team, like there was kids my age that didn't watch their first like Hawks game till Kane and Taves were here. Yeah, that's they had crazy. no clue what the rules were. They had, they're the types of guys that would go to the game and be like, oh, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot. <laughs> no matter where you're at, it's like, dude, that's not how it's done. Sit down and freaking watch, you know? <laughs> it, it, and But I feel like since we've gotten Kane and Taves, they really grew the game in Chicago. But they need, and I guess Florida is going through this now with Tampa and even the Panthers. There's a lot of beach-like, rollerblading going on now i've been seeing barkoff videos where he'd crash uh you know like a hockey rink and they'd be playing uh like beach hockey and i think it helps when your your nhl team you know has good players they're good the team's winning you know and it the kids want to be like hey i want to play now i want to be like you know like this say guy. like dallas i want to be like tyler sagan you know but i, I, I was think gonna say help. mike madonna <laughs> um, yeah, well, guys our age, yeah. yeah. But these new guys probably like Jamie Ben and you know, like all those guys. But yeah. I think it helps when your pro team is good and and kids want go to a game and it's like they fall in love. With, like that's what that's what I did. I went to a Hawks game. I want to play hockey. I want to play hockey. I want to be like Eddie Belfour, you know. Yeah. And that that helped me. But that these other teams need to do that. And I think the NHL is doing a good job. They're putting a you know good teams out there. What do you think? Like four or five teams are just really bad out of thirty-two. Yeah, it's not bad. You know what I mean? Phoenix, it's not Actually, working I th- out. I think it's. I would. I would attribute it to bad ownership on Phoenix's part. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's a terrible location. It's not working. You know, it's like putting you know a hockey team in Atlanta twice. You screwed it up twice. That you got to look at the demographics too. It's ninety percent. African American, they not a lot of them play hockey. They they like football and they like basketball. They like all kinds of sports, but it just didn't work there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like the PK Subban. Like if it's say they signed PK being like a like a black guy like him, that'd be huge. You know, like oh PK, I think he's a great signing for ESPN. Yeah, he he's got he's awesome. He's good. Like in the community, he gave nine million dollars to the yeah, children's he's hospital. In, he's incredibly, um, he's he's incredibly generous, and he's, he's got an, a great personality. He's just, I mean, an he's, awesome just guy. he's just a solid dude. In Malcolm, I've never heard the guy talk. <laughs> Malcolm Subin, <laughs> but I'm saying it's just like you got to think of everything like that. You got to put it together, and it it just it didn't work out there. It's not because of that reason. It's just because Atlanta. It's not a. It's it's not like a town like that. You know what I mean? It's a, it's not gonna work. Right. And there's all kinds of cities that I don't like. Uh, even Anaheim. Do you think Anaheim's a good hockey city? I don't. I, I think they won the cup, but 
I mean, they spent a lot of money to to win it. And I feel like the games, you could see more empty seats. The Stanley Cup final. <laughs> so I think the NHL needs to do a better job with that. Like just marketing. Their marketing finding is, the, I think the finding marketing, the right places. The marketing of the game, I think, is terrible. I mean, yeah. you don't really see it anywhere unless I'm we watching. We have stars. We have McDavid. We have Kane. He's incredible. Matthews, Matthews is American from Arizona. I right. mean, anybody can play. He's from the desert, you know? Yeah. He's a, a Hispanic. His mom's Hispanic. He's white. It's like anybody can do it. Yeah. He did it. He's He won the Richard this year. So, yeah, they got to do a better job at, like, just exposing these guys. Like, McDavid, get him out there and. Or he just, plays in Edmonton. That's one of the problems. Show, show his clips of him burning people all the time. It's like, whoa. Even Kale McCarr, he like, 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 what do you do? Like a stutter step to a guy? And then even the guy, the guy at ESPN, who's a basketball guy, he's like, damn. What does Stephen A. Smith guy? Yeah. He's like, damn, he stutter stepped him. You know, I was like, <laughs> shit, he's talking about hockey. The last time we talked about hockey was when the Hawks were uh, on their incredible streak and. In, was that 13? Yeah, I blasted him one day because he said Dude, something that was freaking stupid. He's like, you can't get LeBron's better than the Blackhawks because there's ties in the NHL. And somebody commented, it's like, actually, dude, that's not a tie. That's an overtime loss, but you still get a point. There hasn't been ties in hockey since 06. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, shit, you know. <laughs> but, but anyways, but, so the – so. You look at the MLB and their TV rights. They have a big deal. The NFL gets, I, th- I believe, $2 billion a year for their deal. And the uh, NBA got the NBA got a huge deal a, a few years ago. And salaries exploded. And mm-hmm. this is good for... Obviously, it's good for basketball because it gets people tuning in. You know, they want to see, you know, these guys making this money, seeing how good they are, you know. And then you have the NHL that's kind of just poking around. And I think they're only poking around because of bad marketing from the uh, from the NHL uh, from the NHL office. Bettman is growing. Yeah. He's I think he's done a good job growing the game. He has. But yeah. he's I think the marketing at the at the NHL level needs vast improvement. Yeah, like I said, it starts with the the teams where they're located, I think that like Phoenix, get rid of it. If you're losing money, get rid of it. Like if you're not going to start a business to lose and they lose every year and other teams like, you know, like the big teams, they have to pay for that. I'm pretty sure they have to, aren't they owned by the NHL still like partially the, um, the the coyotes. Or do they have a, do they, the coyotes don't, do they have a brand new owner a hundred percent or are they, Remember, it was like a fifty to something deal where it yeah. was. Yeah, and then didn't Gretzky tell them that they didn't have to pay him? <laughs> yeah, they didn't pay Gretzky. They, they, I think he needed like eight million. He was owed. Yeah, and they didn't give it to him. But you know, like these, the, if these guys aren't like, I don't even know if Ottawa's. I'm pretty sure they're probably fine because they're in Canada. But I, I like the the. I don't think the. The Blue Jackets are doing well. They don't spend money. And uh, I think the owner has his own salary cap under the normal salary cap. And that's that's hurting them. It is. It's hurting them bad. But but Phoenix is just, I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know why you keep them there if 
you you get all the away fans, like the opposing team's fans, come to visit because it's so cheap, and you can't rely on that. You look look at Vegas, man. They they sold out season tickets in what three hours? Wow! Great marketing. The owner wants to go for it. He's putting winners out. Right. I mean, they could be going to the final four here. Right. They, they might even go to the final. It's just. Some teams need to like take notes from these owners that do a great job. Alex, Alex Morello, he has the. Oh, he's uh, a majority owner. Yeah. Wow. He's the first and only Hispanic majority owner in the National Hockey Hockey League. Um, he's the chairman and governor of the Coyotes. Wow, I'm surprised he's leaving them there. I mean, it's probably he probably has no choice. I bet Bettman is like, no, you're keeping him here if you're not going to relocate. Because I remember a couple of years ago they were supposed to move, and right. I think they all, you know, Shane Doan's like, no, no, we don't want to go, and all yeah. the five fans <laughs> they fought for it. But yeah, but the NHL they gotta they gotta like expose us, you know, try try to get like the faces out there and. You know, get them on TV shows and, you know, like say, hey, let's, you know, like P.K. Subban's a great start. I think he's a got an awesome personality. He's, he did like a show this over the COVID stuff where he was like asking people questions. He was like a game show host. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. He was great, man. He was calling fans and, you know, hey, if you answer this question right, you get a jersey signed by PK. And I'm like, damn, man, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but it, I I, th- I think that's a good start. I think getting Gretzky's kind of smart. You know, he's the greatest player of all time and he's going to be on a panel. Olchek, yeah, I mean, I think we're just sick of him. But I think him all the time. Yeah, I think people really like him. I mean, I like him, but, you know, I. It's just I I'd rather see like a different like a new direction here maybe like a sharpie somebody who has gone through our dynasty you know like somebody like that it, I think uh, Foley or not Foley yeah I mean Foley is okay but sometimes you got to move on sorry no problem I think uh, but I I think starting with those guys I I think they should get a couple more stars like former stars to be you know on the panels and stuff and. I think that'll help a lot. Cool, man. Do you got anything else for tonight? No, man. Uh, excited about tomorrow. Uh, we'll Vegas, see. Colorado. So the winner would, will play Montreal. And, and it looks like the Islanders to, and Tampa. Yeah, Islanders and Tampa. I think that's the better matchup for Tampa. If I'm Tampa and I'm a Tampa fan, I like them. I, I would rather play the Islanders than Boston. the Bruins just because they're – their top line's scary, you know, uh, Bergeron, Pasternak, and uh, Marchant. And Taylor Hall, dude, he's been a ghost. He had one empty net goal the second round, one assist. So Not maybe good. the Bruins might want to rethink, you know, paying the guy and maybe even keeping Rask. This might be his last game as a Bruin, too, and we will see. They got some uh, decisions to make. Very interesting. Yeah, and then David Krychek too, another uh, their second line center. He's been there forever, so yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. Wow. Yep. Well, that's all that we got for you tonight, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, hit subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>